starts off and it comes in over. He scores! He scores! And Kenny Kuznetsov wins it! It's off to the third round! Finally, you know, like, uh, it's been too long. You know, uh, finally we beat the Pittsburgh and uh, finally we moved to the uh, next round. You know, we didn't go home, we you not know, going to vacation. It's, uh, we're still battling and uh, uh, it's fun and uh, we have to enjoy it and we have to keep going. Hey Hockey Moms, welcome back to another episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. Tonight's episode 5 is brought to you by Technically Right. Technically Right offers business and technology solutions for all of your company's needs. If you find yourself at your computer or continuing to say, What the fuck? Goddamn computer. I can't figure this out. What the hell? Give Rob a call at Technically Right. 315-244-1939 for all of your technology needs. He's our man at Blue Line Hockey Club, and he can get you up and running today. Give him a call, 315-244-1939. We have the usual suspects here, the Blue Line Hockey Club, Episode 8. Pat Sullivan, Uncle Lardy here tonight, our producer. How are you? What's up, guys? Pete, our IT guy in the house. What's up, Pete? Fellas, what's happening? And our sports guru, Derek D. Train Hitu. What's up, Derek? How we do it, fellas? And myself, you're a host, the Dr. Mark Morley, here in the house. Oh, we, doctor. Uh, oh doctor. Oh, doctor, baby. We had uh, <laughs> a little Yankees-Red Sox going on tonight. Red Sox just went up 6-5 in the seventh. Uh, both teams 25-10 and 10 today. Uh, best records in baseball in the same division. That's pretty awesome. So we'll see what happens. Whoever wins tonight will be in first place by a game. You guys checking that out? Ramirez crushed a two-run homer into the second deck, left field, seventh inning, smashed it. Wow. Yeah, put him ahead, 6-5? That's a long ball, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big hitters on those two teams. This is uh, this is a year to be, uh, you know, bring the rivalry back. Uh, it's been like, what, since the late 90s when actually Aaron Boone hit that home run, 98, I want to say, since the – the old rivalry of the Yankees Red Sox was big, um, and now this year it's back. So uh, it's pretty exciting to be a Yankees fan and a Red Sox fan too. I think the Yankees went since they lost in Toronto. They've gone on um, a sixteen. Let's see, they lost the Toronto Blue Jays eight to five on April twentieth, and since April twentieth, they've gone sixteen and one. There you go. So if we get tonight. Seventeen and one, that's pretty big. Yeah, and it took a bit too. You, you get, I mean, Yankees are, I mean, you can, you don't even have to argue. They probably have the most stacked lineup in all of Major League Baseball. But it's just it took a little while for them to gel, I think, you know. And now it's just you find there's no weakness. I mean, there, you go from one to nine in the order, batting especially. I mean, in the, defensively they're great too, but one to nine in the order uh, hitting. I mean, they're just. You don't get as a pitcher, you don't get a break. No. Yeah, I know. Sluggers too. They're not like uh, guys hitting singles, batting in RBIs. They got guys can just crush it. You know, three in a row, two, three, and four. You know, it's like you're not walking any of those guys. Not happening. No. no. <laughs> got mean, Chapman too. Closers yeah, I mean, awesome. Throwing I mean, heat. what do you do as a what do you do as a pitcher when at the beginning of the inning you got to face Judge, John Carlos Stanton. Gary Sanchez, 
And then uh, I think it's Hicks at bats after them. I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't know what you, you don't get paid enough money, I guess, to be pitchers anymore in this league. So at least against the Yankees. Yeah, just those three guys, you know, Sanchez, I mean, Stanton, Judge, I mean, power hitters could be the best hitter on any team out there. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And then it's they're pretty good on, team. yeah, it's going to be their year. And they're good on the mound, too, just be, not besides the hitters. I mean, CC, Severno, um, Tanaka, and they got Sonny Gray, who hasn't been the best, but uh, he's pretty good. They've been dominating. Um, yeah, it's been kind of a, you know, their pitching's been a weakness over the last couple of years, I would say, probably the biggest weakness on their team, but they've, that's come around, and their farm system, too, I mean, if you talk to these baseball experts that you listen to, I mean, they say that they have, like, the best uh, farm system in, in Major League Baseball, so it's not like, you know, they're kind of comparing the Yankees now to, like, when the Jeter, Bernie Williams, uh, Paul O'Neill, like, those days when the Yankees were just dominant. Uh, it's kind of the same, kind of the same setup for the Yankees. They're kind of set up for a, you know, a big chunk of years, like the next five to ten years of being a pretty dominant baseball team. Yeah, so, new manager there in New York too. Seems to be doing all right. Got rid of Giardi last year. So yeah. we also have uh, the players coming up this weekend. I wonder if Tiger Woods is going to take his panties off and win a fucking tournament. What do you I think? Guess so. I think he's had. Uh, Two top five finishes since he's come back. Um, and that's it. I, I that's, pretty, that's pretty good, though. That's pretty good for him. I mean, I know, Pat, you were at the uh, – what was the Wells Fargo last weekend? Yeah, I went to the players last year, too, so I got to check that out. You got to see Tiger up close and personal last weekend. So what do you, what do you think? Um, I, I didn't really follow Tiger around. It is unreal, the people that follow – Tiger at the uh, PGA. I mean, it's great for the PGA. I could see why they wanted him back. But, I mean, if you stay on a hole and Tiger Woods is, you know, let's say I'm on eight and Tiger Woods is on six, like, eventually, as Tiger makes his way to that eighth hole, it's just flocks and groves of people to the point where there's no breeze anymore. I mean, the temperature goes up easily by five degrees, and it is everyone's just breathing down your neck. That's how many people follow Tiger Woods, and then and then you get some of these guys who I don't even know some of their names. You know, they're just fill-ins or whatever, and absolutely no one's watching them. Absolutely no one, <laughs> which is probably better for them, but still. Uh, but yeah, I watched Tiger a little bit. Uh, he did all right. He. Um, he can definitely strike the ball where some guys lay up. He was just uh, – he would take an extra swing and put it right on the green or, uh, you know, put it over over the water and lay – you know, just has that power. But uh, I don't know if he can if he can put both together. His putting was awful. So until he puts both the games, short game and long game together, which he could do, but I don't know. I think I, – I think that, that kind of seems to be the weakness of his game right now is his putting. You know, yeah. it's uh, he's he's striking like you just said. He's striking the ball well. He's uh, you know he's he's getting off the tee well, which you know when he was injured there and his back was fucked up and all that stuff, he was he wasn't getting off the tee very well, and he was you know scrambling from playing underneath pine trees and shit out of the straw and all the time. And 
but now he's hitting the ball well and he's he's just not uh he doesn't seem to be able to putt it he, his putting seems to be a little bit off but for a guy that you know he's been out you know he's he's spent a lot of time injured over the last few years so to have to to even have a few you know a couple top fives so far is pretty good i think you know he's probably gonna he'll make some noise this weekend and I think it's only a matter of time before you start seeing him on top again and win another major. I would, I would guess anyways, he just, his game seems to be coming along. Just got to kind of put all the phases together, but he seems close. You sound like you're describing me, Derek. Well, I do play yeah. with you every Thursday, Pete, you know, so I got a firsthand knowledge. Rob striking. Yeah. I get like five well. guys. Peter struck the ball yeah. real well last week. He, he did. He did real well. The ball. That's, I mean, the course is in shit shape because it's awful. Well, winter goes until what are we here? May May ninth. So winter goes till about May first, and then uh, then you then it stops snowing, and they get to cut the fairways, and they got about an inch of water in them, and every shot. So we lost probably five to six balls in the center of the fairway. That pisses you off. Rob hit sure. some into the woods, and then sure said they were. they were in the fairway, and he claimed <laughs> that they were lost the fairway. But he he uh, it was a good he did, he did real. It was a he did real well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't imagine off. trying to I can't imagine trying to tee off with thousands of people watching you, man. I no. at golf league I got like five guys that are sitting behind me and I'm trying to tee off and I'm all nervous and shit and I shank it into the woods and, <laughs> and I just can't handle the pressure on the tee box. <laughs> you guys even would, when you watch when you watch like a like a professional event, you know, and the guys hit the ball like you know, not in the fairway, not in the rough, like they're in the woods kind of and then like all the gallery is like lined up like you know five feet on each side of them for like a hundred feet in front of them. Do you, you all just like sit there and think please just doink somebody in the face off this <laughs> definitely, I, definitely, I definitely. <laughs> the brave souls i mean yeah. so some of the tea boxes i went up you know i was probably 10 to 15 feet down from where he was teeing off and i would actually bring my elbow up you know like i was yeah. golfing with my buddies or you know just in case jinx it and that's what i'm used to so i don't i just did it anyways it's like a natural reaction just to please don't take I mean, me off the face i mean those, how fast are those balls going that would kill someone oh easily i can't believe it hasn't happened yeah the ball speed's like what 180 miles an hour or something crazy yeah it's I don't know. pretty pretty nuts but uh we also have uh, a little bit of playoff lacrosse going on in in college lacrosse right now. Uh, my alma mater, UMass, ended up beating Hofstra the last game of the season. <laughs> Robbie's Robbie's old school. Whatever whatever you can call that. Yeah, he was talking about uh, UMass beating Hofstra. UMass is playing y- uh, Yale. You have Loyola and Virginia, which is going to be a good matchup. Notre Dame, Denver. Yeah, so the Yale-UMass matchup, uh, Andy Shea is a coach at Yale now, and he was my assistant at UMass. So he was there uh, the four years I was at UMass, and the year I was I graduated, he went to Yale. He's been there 15 seasons. He was uh, ranked number one in the country this year. Um, they lost to Cornell in the, in the Ivy, and they came in as a third seed. But rival there between uh, Coach Shea and Coach Canella, so that'll be uh, that'll be a great matchup uh, this Saturday at noon. Villanova, Villanova was a bubble team; they barely got in. Little controversy that they beat out Rutgers and uh, Bucknell, who had uh, 
and Ohio State, who people thought were a little bit better. But uh, it's kind of crazy how they do the RPI and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Albany was probably going to spank, spank Richmond. You know, another big game is Syracuse Cornell because uh, a lot That's of people fun. thought, yeah, a lot of people thought Cornell should have had the home game, but Syracuse got the eight seed, so they ended up getting a home game. So they'll be playing at the dome Sunday night. That'll be a huge crowd because um, you got all the Ithaca people coming up to the dome, plus tons sure, of Syracuse uh, fans. Yeah. That'll be a big game. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome game. All these games on ESPNU this weekend. So it'll be uh, pretty fun to watch. Hopkins, Georgetown will Hopkins, be a good one. Georgetown will be good. Yep. The uh, Final Four is not in Baltimore this year? Or has it not been Boston. in a while? How long has they it been? They go back there? and forth. Right. They go. They move it around. It's in Boston this year. Um, they go to Philly sometimes and Baltimore as well, between those three cities. Where in Boston? Uh, they'll play at Gillette Stadium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. they always play in the uh, in the NFL arenas, stadiums, oh, whatever yeah. you want to say. They pack, they pack it pretty good, too. It's one of the only uh, NCAA sports that makes money in the playoffs besides basketball. Um, I mean, it's a huge, huge event, the Final Four, and it's always on Memorial Day. So it will be uh, – be pretty interesting to watch. I'll be rooting for the UMass Minutemen Saturday. Yep, that'll be a good game against you. What was the farthest you ever made it, Marley? We made it to the final eight my senior year. <clears throat> we lost to Hopkins uh, in overtime. So we we were one goal away from making the final four. Wow. Uh, Hopkins ha- just happened to have the, uh, the quarters. They were hosting the quarters. So that kind of sucked. They got a home game out of it. Usually it's at a neutral site. So that kind of sucked for us that year. But it was a great game. Our best defenseman slipped, fell down. Their their best player had the ball at the time, um, just a couple minutes into overtime. So it was kind of a fluke. He just he fell down, slipped, lost his footing. So could have went either way. But we got the uh, – I was just saying we got the uh, Jets versus yep. Nashville. Yeah, game seven. That's going to be a good one. We got. Yeah, it's going to be huge. They're calling it the Vezina Trophy game. You know, the two two goalies up for the Vezina. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm going with the Jets. Uh, Buffalo needs to step up, but I'm calling the Jets in Nashville. In Nashville too. Yeah, I'm, you know me. I've already picked the Jets. Jets are my team out of the Western Conference. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with them. My Pick for the Eastern Conference, Boston, Pat. Sorry, brother. They, uh, I know. They're done, and so I'm gonna. I gotta ride the Winnipeg Jets here till the end. So I think uh, hopefully they'll pull it off. I, they're a fun team to watch. I kind of hope they stick around. So not 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 taking anything away from Nashville either, but Nashville's a fun team to watch too. But I like those. Uh, the fact that they're a real small market team in Winnipeg, and it's fun to watch. The playoffs are fun to watch when you watch home games in Winnipeg. I mean, it's just it's good for the league. I'll stick with them. I just think, I mean, that that whole Philippe Forsberg, you know, have you guys seen his highlight reels on TV? I mean, he's going between the legs, scored most of the goals in front. I mean, the highlight reels for Nashville, Philippe Forsberg. And they actually got T-shirts out there uh, that they're selling, Prince Philippe of Forsberg. A hockey fan would know who he is, but he's really come out and became an all-star now just – just in these playoffs with these highlight reels and he's a guy that's gonna 
a guy to watch and tomorrow night. Well, when you think about uh, when you think about the name Forsberg, yeah, I mean yeah. in NHL history here, the the name that comes to mind is not Philippe, you know. So uh-huh. it's uh, I don't even to be to be frank with you, I knew like almost nothing about this guy. So it's pretty cool to watch him. Then you got the uh, Hellenbach, who you know finally looked human um, <laughs> on Monday night for Game Six. He finally let in some goals. I mean, he's been a superhero for the last. Well, I guess the whole playoffs. He's been um, playoffs. 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 He's been like playoffs? unstoppable. You kidding so me? To actually playoffs? see him, you know, let in some goals. You know, what six to six two in that in game five. Um, so I guess he is human. So he's not a superhero. But no team has won consecutive games back to back. So that's a big one. So that's why I'm going with the Jazz. Is Mark Andre Fleury any good or Fleury's good. speaking of goalies? I love it. I hope he wins the whole thing. Good lord. It's insane. Stick it right to Pittsburgh. What's his uh what are the stats on Fleury? Eight and two. Point nine five one save percentage, one point five three goals a game and four shutouts. Pretty playing against the best competition you'll ever see in the world. I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't know why he honestly, I mean, over his career, he's kind of taken a lot of shit too. You know what I mean? Like he, it's kind of bizarre really, but the guy's nasty. It's, it's yeah. fun to Vegas as a whole is fun to watch. Mark Andre Fleury is, is nasty wherever he goes. They win cups. So that's the bottom line. Do you think Pittsburgh should have got rid of him? Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty good move. <laughs> well, that, that series Holtby came out on top, you know, that was a goaltending matchup there, and Holtby was uh, was the man. He stood on his head for the last couple of games, and he really helped the Capitals come out on top, finally get over the Pittsburgh hurdle. Yeah, that's been their arch nemesis for a while in the playoffs. So, you know, I, I was kind of rooting for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but, you know, now that they lost, I am happy to see Ovi get a win, you know, possibly getting a little bit closer to winning a cup. Uh, definitely well deserved if he he does hoist it this year. So I'm but, not uh, sure they can do it, but <clears throat> good luck. Yeah, every team out there right now is good. Every team left is going to yeah, you know, it's going to be a battle. The, the teams that are coming up are they're when I watch them play the Capitals, they just I don't see like like Derek said, Winnipeg. When you watch the Winnipeg games, they're fun games to watch. Those guys are intense. When I watch Washington, I, I just don't see all that same intensity. I, I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah, I mean, they're going to yeah. get Nick, ba- Nick Backstrom back, too. He's going to – they're playing in Tampa for the first game, obviously. So Nick Backstrom's actually traveling back, uh, traveling with them. Um, he's been out with a lower body injury since game six. So if he comes back, that's big. That's pretty um, big, yep. And then uh, what is it that – I can't even pronounce his name – Kustina for, for, um, yeah. Sweeno. What's his nuts? Yeah. What's his nuts? What's his nuts? That's what it was. Genny. What's his nuts? I mean, you know, Ovi, (laughs) Backstrom, but this kid's just lighting it up. I mean, he's the one that scored there from, uh, when, uh, Ovi passed it to him in overtime game seven. Yep. Yep. Over to there. News. I mean, he's, He's pretty good. He's got seven goals and seven assists in 12 games. Game winner. He does the hawk. Did you guys see the hawk when he scored? 
Oh, nice. That's what he does now when he scores, which is pretty good. And then, and then he said, like, "Good selling." That is a good one for them. He took it. He said he took it from uh, EA Sports, and then and then he like swears in his post game interviews and stuff. Did you guys see that? Like some some guy, some uh, interviewer, or, uh, media asked him a question. And he said, Nathan Walker, he played unbelievable. He played like a motherfucker. That's the only <laughs> word I have right now. That's the only word I could think. But he said, <laughs> played like a motherfucker. Listen, Washington has been uh, kind of a – I mean, how how long have they been there but just never been able to put it over the hump? I mean, so hope – I mean, well, maybe it's been time. there for time, eight, nine years, right? Yeah. Maybe it's your time. I mean, Ovechkin's yeah. starting to look like the old uh, history professor at a college university. So, I mean, hopefully he gets yeah, one really. quick. Hey, Pat, how about your boy for the Bruins uh, getting called out for licking people? That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Marshawn, right? You don't – that's yeah. just who he is. You don't think anything different. You don't think anything less of him. Um, <laughs> you can certainly think less of him. He's – He's done it numerous times, different things like this. So it doesn't surprise me at all. But he's they've talked they talked to him about it and uh, actually kind of made a rule or something. I want to say, but he actually came out and said that you know it's he was kind of ashamed of it and uh, it it affects his team. And when it affects upper management, then he has to kind of reel it back in a little bit. So I think I think you'll see him calm down a little bit, but. Uh, I mean, he's one of the top wingers in the NHL, so. I mean, but if you, yeah. just put that, just, if you just put that in slow motion rewind and say the question that we just asked, do you guys, what do you think about Brad Marchand licking people? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it's almost well, an in, instant fight, I would think. Good Lord. If that if somebody ever licked you on the face, you'd knock them out. I can't believe that uh, didn't happen. Yeah, that, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. <laughs> I thought that was the standard response. Kapow. Seriously. Yeah. Lick my face. Anyway, you're right though, Pat. Though. I mean, he's 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 a great player, but he just God, he's a weirdo with some stuff. But uh, you know, sometimes people that are wired a little differently uh, do good things. So. Yeah, he's in the midst of playoff hockey. I never. I didn't think. The yeah, Bruins so. would be out in five, that's for sure. What was it, four? Yeah, five games. Yeah. Yeah, so our, our game to watch right now is the uh, the Jets game tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty good game tomorrow. I can't wait to watch that one. Yeah, but Big Fucklin, uh, Big Fucklin's going to have a <laughs> have a big game tomorrow, I think. So Yeah, yeah. What do they call him? Big Fucklin, something like that? Yeah. He, is a, he is a big fuck. So Fuglin. he he's going to be a game changer, I think. Uh, see if he sets the tone with a couple big hits, and if he can stick another one from the point, that'll be big. But uh, I'm looking forward to that game. He's got to step been a up. Good series. He's got to step up. He's the X factor. I mean, he's got to. When you watched all the games so far this year, well, Winnipeg games, he's been the X factor, and he hasn't really done that in the last. Well, last game he wasn't really there, so. I think you're right. The the shift that I saw was, you know, 
Bufflin, whatever his name is, made a, made a hit. Bufflin. And that changed the, you know, it changed the dynamic of the game, man. It, it just does. So when he's aggressive like that, the guys are apprehensive. They're looking over their shoulder when they're going to the puck, and, you know, that gives you a step. And, it, you know, he put a couple in the back of the net from a defenseman, you know, that's. He's a, he was a power forward before before he went to Winnipeg. He's before he went to Winnipeg. He was a power forward, and then when he went to Winnipeg, they put him back on D. So that's why he rushes the puck and gets into the zone, and he's good down low, um, two way player. That's why he's so good. And then of course on defense, he's got a fucking cannon, and he can put you three fucking rows back into the sands. So. Yeah, he's, he's another one of those guys, though. Like you know, he's he's got multiple cups, right? When we had Jordan Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. with Chicago. So, but it's isn't it, it's kind of interesting though. Regardless of what sport you're talking about, there's like certain. It seems like there's certain players you kind of you kind of plug like Mark Andre Fleury, Buffalo, like you you kind of like these guys like get plugged onto different teams, and it kind of it's like wherever they go, the team just kind of rises to the top. You know what I mean? So. It, there's obviously a, a something to there's something special about certain players that uh, just kind of carries over no matter where they are. It's kind of interesting to watch that. That's the X factor. He's got it. That's fair. Yeah, it's the same old thing with uh, LeBron and Michael Jordan. They're always comparing the two of them. You know how Jordan always had uh, had his team in the finals. You know, and LeBron just can't seem to be that same player. But you know, everybody loves to compare those two. Same kind of thing. So Who's, we think uh, about Vegas. We haven't talked about Vegas too much, man. That's a uh, that's Boston super. and Philly are tied 85-85 with 11 minutes left. You guys been watching any NBA? No, no. Who gives a fuck about that shit? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of it either. I'll catch it here and there, but you know, especially if there's a hockey game on, I'm going right by it. Uh, the Golden Knights. I mean, the top line. What, what are the stats on the gold? Vegas Golden Knights top line. I mean, they have crazy amount of points in the playoffs, like surpassed any line in the playoffs by (laughs) far. It's unreal. Um, And then Marc-Andre Fleury, which we touched on. He's just, he's just making it fun for the whole team. He's just, he's so smooth and it's just a natural reaction out in there, out in the net that, everyone's to me it seems like everyone's just enjoying themselves like i they actually mean, don't like i want to give him my hand job <laughs> <laughs> right at least, at least fluff him a little bit fluff him a little make sure he's ready yeah and we got the bolts too guys we haven't mentioned them too much but they did kick the shit out of uh the broom so you know yeah, yeah, yeah. ranger south how many Rangers do they have now on that team? Like five or six X Rangers? I think at least. Yeah, yeah. They've got a good there. strategy. Just keep taking Rangers to win games. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to help the Rangers much. I heard uh, that's uh, Lou Lamorello might be going to uh, the Islanders and down to New York. Speaking of New York. Who's going to coach know, the Rangers? Got, I don't know. I've heard like nothing on that. How about you guys? You heard anything about that at all? I have not. I know it's like no. it's kind of kind of strange actually. It's like one of the it's like the one of the premier franchises in the NHL, and I haven't even heard like a ounce of news about who's going to be their new head coach. 
kind of bizarre. Yeah, I just kind of heard on the pipeline today through Bob McKenzie's uh, Twitter account that uh, that there's a good chance, you know, Lou Lamorello got fired from uh, Toronto this year. So uh, as a general manager, so he might be heading down to, I guess he is heading down to the Islanders. So we'll see if that uh, pans out. That was kind of a, b- a bizarre firing, wouldn't you say, Pat? I mean, it was like, I mean, he, I mean, obviously Toronto kind of, I mean, they blew for a couple of years, you know, a few years there, but I mean, he built, he, he, he was kind of responsible for building a team that's pretty stacked now. I mean, and then to, yeah. I mean, they made the playoffs. I mean, playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, it is very bizarre to what he did to get – since he's been there and what they have accomplished, it is very bizarre. So Yeah, it's kind of like – it must be like a, the only way you can kind of chalk that. It's got to be like a power struggle up top. Like, you know, you got somebody above him that is – I don't know. His ego oh, wants to feel bigger, feel bigger than his or something. You know, it's like – I don't know. That's kind of kind of weird because he built. I mean, that Toronto's Toronto's now stacked, young talent, just stacked, good coach. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of a strange firing. Yeah, and in, in hockey, Toronto is. Uh, you know, there's no bigger hockey city. You know, you might want to say Montreal, but I mean, they live by the Leafs in that city, and uh, there might be some politics behind that. If Gotta like be. you said, and he is also like I don't know, two hundred years old, so. Maybe they were changing his diapers in between periods or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's getting old. I don't know. Medicare bill was too high. Getting getting up there, yeah. That's still it's just a weird firing though. I mean, it, uh, I don't know. I can't kind of explain that one, but anyway. Yeah, it has to be has to be something. I mean, from a team standpoint and what he's built there is great. So it has to be you know another build. Too many egos. There's too many egos there or something. Somebody had to go. What do you think, Rob? Yep, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're coming down to it. We've got the east and the the west going to be settled tomorrow. And uh, we're getting right into the end of the playoffs. So, you know, who are you guys going to pick? I know it's tough because the east isn't isn't settled yet but let's go out on a limb here and see if we can get something right i don't know i haven't got shit right but i'll i'll do an educated guess of who i think is going to win the cup um to be honest i i would like to see um the jets um i just i've become a fan since i started watching them in the playoffs i just i just love the energy in that barn um you know i'd love to see a team like that win you know, I was pulling for Vegas for a while, but I think I'm I think I'm gonna go with uh, the Jets. Hopefully, they can pull it off tomorrow and end up getting to the cup. How about you, Sal? Um, I guess I'll go with. I do like the Jets, but I kind of hate them because they beat Minnesota. So I'm gonna go Vegas. And because you're stroking flurry. It's because I'm fucking third. Flurry. And then the East is going to be tough. I'm going to have to go. I think I'm going to go with uh, OV and the boys. I'm going to take them upsetting Tampa. So Vegas and Washington. The Rangers South getting booted. 
about you, Hito? I know you kind of like the Jets a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I picked the Jets from the beginning to get to the cup. Um, I hope they get there. I like, I, I, mean, I agree with Pat. I mean, listen, I was rooting for, I was rooting for the wild to beat them, honestly, but I, I know they're, they were a stacked team and that was kind of be going to be tough to do. And plus, you know, befuddling and got a little rivalry going on with Jordy. So we'd like to see him get his ass kicked in a way, but at least anyways, just not hit hard. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, I mean, but any, I mean, regardless, I, I'll, I'll stick with Winnipeg, but to go there because that's what I picked from the beginning. But I kind of think the way things are going and the, and the, the, what it's going to end up being, I think is, I think it's going to end up being the Vegas versus Washington. I really do. Don't, don't lose fact, don't lose track of the fact that I think Winnipeg, I want Winnipeg to be there, but I think what, the way it's working out is it's going to be Vegas. In Washington, Washington's long overdue. Vegas is kind of like this Cinderella story. Seems like that might end up being the matchup. So um, we'll, we'll take that. I I, I think it's going to be Vegas and Tampa. I'm going with I, I, Tampa was one of my originals. I'm going with Tampa. Vegas, man, Vegas. You know, Vegas always wins. Let's see what happens. Roll the dice. Always bet on black. Oh, yeah, you have it, folks. There's your fucking predictions for the 2018 Stanley Cup. Yes, sir. Don't go by what I'm saying. I haven't been Put winning money. any bets lately. Put money on it. Yeah, I haven't been yep. winning any bets either. Didn't win a goddamn thing. Say, in but, the yeah. Is it? yeah, right. Didn't win a fucking thing in the Kentucky Derby. God damn it. I told you to pick the white-haired dude, whoever owns the, the guy that uh, <laughs> you ended up winning it again. No. Yeah, but the odds aren't as good, so you got to pick an upset. Plus, it was raining like a fucker there, right? So it was anyone's. Anyone could have won. Do you guys think I can make a living on picking winners of stuff? Because I think I'm always right. You should try mm, it. Your nose. Huh? Yeah, get in it. Come on now. Throw some ducks. What was down, baby? Three to one. You got every three dollars, you can win a dollar. I for was going for something for swingish like that. Um, just justifies odds to win. Yeah, the the money line in hockey, right? So you got to bet the money line. So the money line is one twenty five. You bet a hundred bucks, you know, to win one twenty five. Or you bet the underdog, you win seventy five. Yeah. So depends little on the ju little juice there too. Sometimes. Little update on the Red Sox and Yankees. It's bottom of the eighth inning. Yankees got runners on first and third. Two balls, no strikes. Now three balls, no strikes. Brett Gardner up. He's two so, for two. Two doubles. Aaron Judge on deck. Pitcher's probably sweating bullets a little bit. Hey, uh, he is hey, a big uh, individual. He's bigger than Big Fucklin. Oh, he's a big fuck. Lynn. Well, fellas. See ya. I see ya. Some local news. J.D. Greenway got picked up in the USHL draft by the Chicago Steel. Really? That happened, yeah. huh? Elaborate a bit, Patrick. You got some inside info? Um, J.D. did not want to pursue Wisconsin anymore. Yep. In, order, in order for him to transfer, he's got to sit a year. Mm-hmm. Someone, so while he, while he sits, he'll play for this team? Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to say. He's got 
a year, two years left. Well, he, he can play a year in the USHL, and then he can go back to college, have two more years. So I think he's looking just to get picked up right out of the USHL, maybe go right to the Toronto Marlies farm That's team. funny they let him go play in the USHL and then go back to school. You would think that they would, you know, let him go to another school before they let him go off to the USHL. This is the NCAA we're talking about. Seriously. So is there no money involved in that? Yeah, no money involved. No money involved. I mean, I think they pay his, you know, housing and some food stipend, but uh, no, no, nothing. So they can go back to college. Right. So what's he? He's moving to Chicago or something here soon, or? I think I think he's hoping to get traded to Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque's in the uh, USHL, and um, they got a pretty good squad. He's looking to jump on the bandwagon there. I guess I guess he's been talking with his uh, you know advisors or whatever, and that's probably the best place to go. Based on what he needs to do, so we'll see what happens. He could be at Wisconsin, but we don't know. No doubt, no doubt. All right, best of luck to JD Greenway, uh, getting picked up by Chicago. Best, uh, hopefully uh, that works out for him. I think he's going to be training out in BU this summer with his brother, so he's getting ready, getting ready for the NHL. Hopefully, we'll see him up there in a couple of years. So, On your team, are they? Yeah, baby. Get the Leafs going. They're looking pretty good, man. I think he should be playing. JD will Another great podcast. <clears throat> JD will fit into the NHL yeah. well. For sure. Yeah, he's a big guy, good hands. You know, there's yeah. not uh, there's not too many guys with that kind of size and those hands, you know, out there. So I think he'll fit in pretty well. But well, hey, Gardner just sorry real quick, Marky. Gardner just hit a uh, looks like a double, two run double from Gardner. Yanks up, yanks up now uh, seven six. There yes. we go, first place. There you are. Uh, two, well, two bottom eight. Still got a guy in third, so there we go. Bring in, bring in the heater, bring in the heater, baby. I love it when they bring him in, man. He throws it fucking 100 miles an hour every pitch, 99, 98, 100. Sorry. Jesus Christ. They're swinging a the bat before the ball leaves his hand. You got to love Actually, it. MLB.com has a pretty cool simulator. You got a guy standing in the batter's box, and you can see where the pitches are coming in and stuff. Nice. All right, fellas, good podcast tonight. Uh, good chatter. We're going to be coming back with uh, some hockey talk next week. Hopefully we'll have a special guest for you. So check us out on bluelinehockeyclub.com. Like us on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. And share it with all your friends. Until next time, keep your stick on the ice. Hey, ya. Peace. Keep your head up. <laughs>